everybody. Welcome back to a moment for mom podcast. It's your girl Nyris. I know it's been a few weeks. It's been a few um, crazy hectic weeks for all of us. Um, COVID-19 aka coronavirus has all of us in a in a in a unknown and unfamiliar territory. And I know for most of us, you know, it, it's, it's, it creates anxiety and, and uncertainty. And, you know, I, um, on top of that, now most, most of us parents are, are doing the, the we're trans, we transitioned or are transitioning into homeschooling our kids and that's creating a whole other set of feelings and a whole other set of um, uh, things that we have to deal with as well and you know it's 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 um it's a little crazy you know it's a little crazy and and very different and you know this pandemic is is, is scary and you know I just pray that um, that we get through this as 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 soon as possible and i pray for all those people that are sick that they get healthy and and all the people in healthcare that are that are working and all the people in the supermarkets and restaurants and um you know all the essential personnel you know i i i really hope that you guys stay safe and that you guys are healthy and that you guys are being protected and you know um we're praying with you guys and I hope that this is all over soon and that we can have some normalcy back in our lives sooner rather than later. So I'm very excited for this new episode um, of A Moment for Mom and the topic is working mothers. This is a very important um, topic as all the other topics, um, I feel like, you know, there's many working moms out there that, you know, deal with a whole other set of things and, and challenges, um, and I think it's important for us to touch on it, and I'm excited for it, and, you know, this is going to be a two-part um, series session, because I felt like, you know, there's a lot of content that I wanted to touch on and I didn't want to leave anything out. So bear with me. Um, I know it's, um, it's long, but it's worth it and it's important and it's um, great information with great people, you know, sharing their experiences and, and allowing us to, to understand that once again, us mothers have many things in common whether we're walking the same paths or not and we face the same challenges same struggles um and and it's it's great to 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 hear that sometimes and just to feel at least a little bit better or just to you know give us that that push that we need so you know i hope you guys enjoy and stay tuned and i'm gonna put my guests on Hey everyone, um, I want to apologize in advance for all the interruptions on this session. 
I think the networks are going crazy because everyone is home and everyone is online at the same time. So in this session in particular, you may hear a lot of um, uh, technical difficulties. Um, so I want to apologize in advance. And um, it's still a great session um, uh, with all the interruptions and all the, you know, uh, technical difficulties. So hope you guys enjoy. And again, I apologize for the issues. Okay, so we're back and I'm here with my guests, which I will introduce. Um, I have my cousin Maria. Uh, Mrs. Bias. I have Miss Jenny Ortiz and I have Miss Jana Perez joining Hello. me on our mother working mother's topic. So I'm basically gonna ask you guys questions and then I'll just say, you know, who should answer first because I know it's confusing. Um and we'll take it from there. Uh so I'll start with Jenny. What yeah. is a working mother? A working mother is a mom who is not at home the entire day is out, whether it's six, seven, eight hours, even up to 10 hours uh, a day, um, but also has the responsibility of when she gets home to attend to her children um, and create some sort of balance for herself to make sure she is providing as much attention to her family as she is to her job or more more to her family which is more important mm -hmm. than her job what about you maria it's cutting hello I hello yeah it was cutting off oh did you hear my question i did i did but i, I wasn't hearing jenny so what is a working mom to me i think a working mother um is a mom, a female woman that cares for other individuals besides herself at the same time of fulfilling life responsibilities for others that produces some type of um, um, expectations from. So whether it is getting paid or not, you have to provide some type of um, job or some type of product to fulfill an expectation from someone outside of your family and then as well as take care of others, you know, whether it is your kids or, or family, you know, um, that's what I think a working mother is. Jana. Um. I agree with Marie and Jenny, a working mom is someone, I don't want to say just, I don't want to say just generating income because I also feel you and Iris, I know you work from home. I feel like you're also a working mom. Um, so it's just, you know, you're working, you're fulfilling duties, um, whether it's at home, whether it's outside of home. Um, I feel like it's a little tougher um, I've done the stay-at-home mom when Luna was little. It's a little tougher outside of the home because not only do you have responsibilities in the house, but you also have responsibilities to an employer. So you're trying to juggle multiple things. So that's the only reason why I feel like it's a little harder when you 
actually work outside of the home because you have to fulfill your duties in the house and to an employer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What is the most difficult part about being a working mom, uh, Maria? Um, I think that the most difficult part is one of the things that Jenny said is finding time for yourself or finding that to be able to Say that again. Say that again because you cut off. Hello? Yeah. She cut off. I think she she cut off. She's probably gonna come back on. So I'll I'll start. Hello? <laughs> Maria? Okay, Hello? so just you start, Jenny. <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear yeah, you. Yeah, I can hear you, Jenny. All can right. you hear? I'm he so sorry. Can you hear me one? now? Oh. It just I had a call. Come, oh my goodness. Oh, maybe that's why. Can you hear us? Oh, she's cutting off. Yes, yeah, she's probably gonna have to log out and then log back on. Oh. Hello. Okay. Every time. <laughs> I'm about to start. She's she comes on and then she's... I don't know what's going on. It keeps on kicking me out. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. Gosh. Okay, I am on. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Can we <laughs> look at me now? I'm like, Go ahead. I'm not even like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Okay. This is gonna be a fun session. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that I got kicked off the same way that I get kicked off when I am in a session, a phone session with one of my clients because I have my <laughs> daughter's friend calling in to have like that that is what a working mom does. You know, take her phone, make sure that her eight-year-old does not have access to a phone 24-7. So, therefore, you have to, you know, volunteer your your phone number and have 10 kids calling <laughs> to speak to your kids while you're trying to work or trying to do something. <laughs> yes. So, um, the hardest part about being a working mother is just juggling all the balls that you have to juggle. Like, it is. It's very difficult. You you barely get time for yourself. It's easier said than done. I I I say it all the time. I um I preach it, you know. But it's very difficult to um achieve. It is very difficult to be able to work, and I whether you're working for your own company, whether you're working for um another different company or someone else and taking care of your children and their needs and and their every every domain of their life needs so we're talking about social we're talking about education we're also talking about personal and then health you know it's just so many different things to juggle with your children and it's just not you wake up in the morning feed them breakfast they go off to school and they come back and then it's a perfect world because that they you know finish their homework eat dinner and go to sleep, it doesn't work like that. So I think that especially for, for people that put their children first, um, which if you, if, you know, many people do, it, it's very difficult. Yeah. How about, how about um, you, Jenny? 
Um, I agree with Maria. I think for me, the most, one of the most challenging things is having the same energy and urgency that I have at work, applying it when I get home. So like, and that's something that my husband, you know, he has called me out on or we've had discussions about because, you know, I know that at my job, I cannot slack or I get, I don't get leeway to slack, yeah. right? Right. If I, if, right. But when I get home, I know that I have support. So like, you know, I'm super tired, but I know like, okay, my three-year-old wants me to carry him the rest of the evening because he hasn't seen me. I need to bring that same urgency and energy to that to those moments that I do when I'm at work moving around constantly like so you know yeah definitely the most difficult part is bringing that balance or creating because I don't think there's any like a perfect balance but like as much balance as you can possibly give yourself definitely that's that's hard um like to have that 100% energy in both areas of your life Mm -hmm. it's like it's some it sometimes is very challenging but the the energy you should put at home that you put at home is the most important right and sometimes i've struggled with like meeting that bar like sometimes i don't know if that makes yes 100 percent. of course it makes yeah. sense what about you jonna what's the most difficult um i agree with marie and and jenny it's just juggling all the different things you have to do um i have a you know it's the same thing that jenny was just saying um, I work with an urgency in my job. Like I have to meet my deadlines. I have to do this and this, um, you know, this and that. But when I get home, you know, my job is not so, it's not so much physical. It's more mentally draining. So when I get home, I just want to kind of relax and Angelo's here. So, you know, I, I just, I want to, the same thing that Jenny said, I want to apply that urgency to the house. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to gather my thoughts. Um, for me, it's yeah. just, it's just a, like my life is a routine. Like I come home, Angelo's not, mm-hmm. he works second shift. So, you know, if he gets like, let's say we're going to make mashed potatoes for dinners. Like if he starts the mash, you know, peeling the potatoes, that's the most help I'm going to get. So it's like a routine. I come home, I gotta, you know, do I have to change my two-year-old's diaper? Do I have to, I still help my five-year-old. Um, you know, if he uses a toilet, who, who do I, whose butt do I have to wipe? What are, you know, getting, getting dinner prepped, <laughs> getting the kids a bath, you know, and I just, I want to, sometimes it's okay to, you know, when I feel like really, like sometimes I feel like overwhelmed and I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to cook dinner today. I'm going to get takeout so I can spend some time with my kids. Cause for me, the hardest thing is I feel like, I don't really get to get that one-on-one with my kids because it's like, I'm, I'm just fulfilling all these different things. Like I got to get dinner ready. I got to give him a bath. I got to check Luna. Park, I got to read him a book. So I just like, and I'm working on a time, you know, on a, on a time constraint. Cause I get home four thirty-five o'clock. They need to be in bed at a certain time. So sometimes I feel like I'm rushing and I'm mm-hmm. not enjoying the moment. Um, yeah. So that's the hardest thing for me. I'm just like, Oh my God. Um, you know, it's like my job is so consuming. I wish I worked less, but then I enjoy my job. So I'm always like, I'm constantly battling with myself. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you guys experience that as well. Of course. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm always fighting myself. And Angelo's like, oh, you know, cogelo suave. Like, he know, when I, I always do express to him when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Like, oh, 
you know, he'll be like, oh, I got you. I'm going to make dinner tonight so you can just come home and relax, maybe watch a movie. Um, you know, so he try, he does, you know, I do express it to him when I'm feeling overwhelmed and, and he does help out so so I can get some time with the kids because I just feel like I'm always like, you know, like back and forth, like a little robot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Oh, she's off. Um, I'm here. Was I'm it here. difficult? <laughs> no, um, Jana. Jana's oh. off. Okay. She'll be back oh, on. Dang. She'll be back on soon. Yeah. <laughs> was it difficult to leave your children and focus on your career? And how did you feel when you had to make that decision? Um, Jenny. Um, yes. I think every mom that has to go back to work at some point, you know, struggles with this because you start feeling this sense of guilt and then you don't want to miss every like any moment so like especially the first you know the very first like the early ones um but um I think what helped me out I just just mentally was the fact that I did have help from our family members whether it was from John's side or my side like I've always had either you know um his mom who would take care of him my dad would take care of uh jordan my firstborn like um when i first went back to work and even my aunts like maria's mom my um took care of jordan too you know as a toddler so like i had people that were family taking care of my child so like it made it easier Mm -hmm. but so i think i was blessed to have that and also you know john would send me like videos every day of him of you know, our, both our children just to like whenever he'd be with them so so that I'd, if I didn't miss something. So, you know, it was definitely difficult. And I remember like having moments where I would tear up or like just kind of go to the bathroom, you know, if I was crying a little bit just because I wanted to right, be home, you know. Um, and I'm pretty sure we can all relate because a lot of a lot of moms go through mm-hmm. that. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Jana? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What is I got disconnected again? What was the question? The question was, was it difficult to leave to leave your children to focus on your career, and how did you feel about that? Very difficult. Um, you know, especially when they're so little and you know they need you. And as a breastfeeding mom, when you go back to work and you can feel it in your body that your child, you know, your child. Like, I remember when I went back to work after I had Khalid, um, I could feel it, you know, in my body. Like, I needed that. We needed that bonding. And it was just too soon um, for me to go back to work. And it was hard the first, I want to say the first couple of weeks. Um, it was really hard. I would cry every day. But then again, it, I felt good. I, I mean, I feel bad saying it, but I also felt good going back to work because I feel like I needed, um, you know, that. What is that that connection with other adults having conversation um mentally stimulating my mind because i have a a high stimulating um i want to say a high stimulating job just doing what i what i enjoy um i it, it also felt good but you know in the beginning it's hard but you do get accustomed it's just crazy how us humans we just adapt quickly um but you do I felt a better mom when I went back to work because then when I would come home to my kids, I miss them. I, you know, I just, I was excited to, you know, sometimes when you're a stay at home mom, you're kind of, um, 
you you kind of not get your mad. best self. Yeah, you kind of get mad sometimes. You're like, I wanna, I wanna run away. I need some space. I need some time. So, you know, I already knew that um, that experience from <laughs> Luna because I was a stay-at-home mom with her for a couple of years. So I knew in the beginning it was gonna be hard, but I knew it was the best thing because I knew the feelings that I went through with being a stay-at-home mom with Luna, and I didn't want to go through it again. I knew that I needed you know, I, I needed balance. I just didn't want to be home all day. So that was my, that's my take on that. How about you, Maria? Mm-hmm. I think that with my three pregnancies, I was um in three different stages of my life. So I, I was thinking as you guys were speaking, I was thinking about my answer with Ashley. I was, um, I took I had just graduated college and then I took what, like two, three years, two years break and said, okay, this is now my next step of my career. What is it that I'm choosing? And going from one career option to another, that was like in the middle of it. I didn't have to make that choice with Ashley's, um, after having Ashley, because Ashley was born a Michael preemie and my world became hers. So I didn't have to make the mm-hmm. choice of choosing between my child and my career. It kind of like like it, it was done naturally, you, right. you know, like like yeah. yeah, destiny did it for me. So the universe did it for me. Um, so I didn't have to make that choice. When I had Emma, I went back to work when Emma was about five to six weeks because I had made the choice before getting pregnant with Emma that I was going to enter into um, my master's program and I was starting my journey into my um, counseling therapeutic career and my first step was to get my master's and do the school counseling and right when I was pregnant with Emma I remember in the summer I got a very great opportunity wonderful opportunity to work and to further my career and it was like everything aligning together and I think that would be the moment that I would say I had to make the decision of um leaving my child at a rep I mean Emma was yeah five to six weeks I think it was you know I all I could I got the I got the position before I gave birth to Emma so I was in the middle of um school of my master's program, my last year, actually, I got a great opportunity. Then I give birth. They waited for me and they only gave me like a five week, you know, five weeks to, for me to start. Mm -hmm. So for me, it wasn't difficult on top of the fact that it was my sister-in-law, it was Mari that was staying with, with Emma. I felt very comfortable, but I think now thinking about it, it was not difficult for me to leave her because I was leaving her with Mari. But besides that, I had a vision. I had a plan. It it was just like a no stop, keep on going. You got this and this is for her. So then comes Mason and now I'm in the same situation in a different stage of my career because now I'm done with that master's, starting another one. And when I gave birth to Mason, I was finishing. I was in like in the last semester of my second, my second master's. And also with the whole thought of um, having a goal, um, my sister-in-law, you know, Mari took care of him as well. So that was easy. But 
I also had an extra push because I went through a very, very bad um, post um, postpartum. Not postpartum yep. as yeah, not postpartum in the sense of the after of delivery, delivery after, yeah, after delivery, delivery, right? You know, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. had um, yeah. I had a very very huge scare, and um, I had multiple doctors telling me that they don't know how I was alive. So I think that pushed me. It was beyond, like even seeing. I was out working when I was when I shouldn't have, and that caused me. And that's like for another session <laughs> that caused me a lot <laughs> afterwards. But in the moment, I thought that was the right decision. It it um it was the worst decision that I can make for myself because then I paid for it a year later. But that that in that moment, doctors telling me I was in the ICU for a few weeks. Um, then I was home and I was home not being, you know, a, a normal mom. I couldn't walk around. I had a, a a urine bag. You know, I had to be seen 10 different specialists all telling me the same thing all over, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you survived this. I don't know how you alive. I don't know. So that was like, oh, that's it. Can't hear this anymore. I'm going to go back to work. And I did. And I went back to work. I went because I also had to um, finish my hours to graduate that semester and my goal was to be able to graduate in August being that I missed my June graduation which I did I graduated in August my kids went to my graduation and um that was my push so I I wasn't I didn't have a hard time going back to to work Mm -hmm. because I had like this push in me you know to fulfill something else the motivation yeah behind um I think you touched on this a little bit earlier Jenny but have you guys or still do ever feel guilty for like the decision that you make? Because you obviously had to make a decision like, okay, no more. I'm just going to go back to work. Um, Jenny, do you, do you ever feel guilty like now? Hmm. Um, I still do sometimes like some times more than others depending on I don't yeah, know I guess whatever, whatever mm-hmm. I find challenge what's whatever I'm being mm-hmm. challenged with um that week whether it's work or at home but um I I don't know I guess I, I think I feel it a little bit even on a daily basis because whether if it's if I'm let's say I, I work retail so I'm a, a store manager and you know there are I have to now I close I close some days of the week which means I close the store I'm there till no like not past 12 midnight but I guess earlier on in my career like I would I would have to close a lot more than I do now since now I'm just since now I make my own schedule I just do it now once a week so that I'm home for like um dinner or whether it's for me what's important especially is like tucking in my kids and praying with them because we pray together so like even something as simple as that which is a moment of my day if I'm missing it like I feel bad about that so you know and before like in the past um John would just call me like so that I can pray with Jordan it was nine o'clock if I wasn't gonna be home if I was closing at nine o'clock you know he was going to bed like those little moments that you know he would call me just so that I can pray with him over the phone like you know there's you know so that I would find ways with you know John's help like so that I can do 
still do some of the things that right. are important to me with them, whether it's a small moment or a little moment, you know. Um, but I think as the years have passed or gone by, I've you kind of get a little used to what you know you have to sacrifice mm-hmm. on a daily basis, and it it doesn't get. It, I, I can't say like, oh, I never feel guilty, but it's gotten easier because I'll just now find different ways to right. to get around it, you know? And now that they're older, where Jordan, I can have conversations with him and say, you know, I can't do this with you or, you know, whatever. I try to make whatever he has going on, whether it's a spelling bee, you know, like certain things I don't want to miss, you know, make sure I'm there for it or basketball mm-hmm. games. Make sure I'm, you know, I can count those basketball games I missed. And that's because I put more effort into making sure I'm there, like he sees my face. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I do feel guilty still, but mm-hmm. not as much as before. I think now because they're older, I can t- explain to them certain things. What about you, Jonna? Um, you do feel guilty sometimes, um, especially. Um, I have smaller children still. My, I have a two-year-old and I have a five-year-old. And, you know, there's mornings where I am I drop them off at Little Sprouts at their um, daycare. And, you know, especially especially my son, he'll be like, I don't want to stay. I want to stay with, you know, I want to stay with you guys. I miss you guys. But I also know that's just him not wanting to. Exactly. So, um, you know, you do. You <laughs> You do, but it's like Maria said, you know, it's not like we're working just because we think it's fun. You also have visions, you have plans in place, and you know that I'm working towards um, the vision that I and Angelo have for the kids and the plans that we have in place. So it's not like I'm just leaving my kids and, you know, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going off doing things, you know, so I'm, I'm working with, I'm working for a plan that we have. Um, but that's, you know, it's it's hard, it's, like, if they're sick, um, you know, if they're sick, when it's when they're sick, that's when it's yeah. hard, you know, and, and I have to meet deadlines or I have auditors in the office and I, and I have to go and I have to drop them off. That's when I feel bad and I feel guilty, um, you know, but you, you have to push through. You, you can't make excuses. I mean, you, you just, I push through and, you know, they're still small, so I, there's not much I can say. Um, my job is extremely flexible though. So I don't miss, um, now that I'm older, like I, I make that a point to my job. Like, Hey, if, you know, if I need to step out, I need to step out. Like my kids come first, my family comes first. Like my two year old has asthma. If I have to, you know, sometimes I have to call out, I have to call out. Um, my kids have an event going on in school. Like I'm going to be there. Like I'm not going to put my job before my kids. So now it's easier for me to say that cause I'm older. Um, I know what I bring to the table when I was younger, when I, when I had college, like I, I was kind of still intimidated. I, was like, oh, no, I have to go work. Like, I can't, you know, I have to fulfill now. Um, once I had my, my young, my third child, I was like, no, my kids came first. I have three kids. And if Luna has a play or if anything is happening, yeah. I make it a point like, nope, you know, I, I have to step out no matter what. I mean, it's flexible. I can work from home. I can bring my yeah. laptop. So that's what I'm thankful for. I know not everybody has, you know, that opportunity. Um, that's why um, I've been in property management for so long because they've worked with me and my schedule because it's it's crazy having, you know, multiple children like your schedule is crazy. Like, I, you know, it's physicals, mm-hmm. dentist appointments, if they're sick, 
um, things that events at school that you can't miss. Sometimes I have to go into Luna school um, myself. Like it's hard keeping up with my own appointments because I'm always like, oh, you know, did I, you know, did I make the appointment for um, Esme or Luna organization records? Like, right. so, you know, that's one of the reasons why it works out with my job because they know if I have to, you know, if I have to step out, I'm, I'm going to step out. Like I'm not going to put, I'm not going to put my job, um, you know, before, before the kids, like if I need to, if I have to do what I have to do, I'm going to do it. And then, but that's just the type of job that I have. So. Yeah. What about you, Maria? Yeah. Um, I feel I'm the opposite of Jenny. I feel guilty or now. I didn't feel guilty before. Um, it, not that I didn't feel guilt before, but it was less um, <laughs> because I, it, there was a goal and the goal has always been centered around my children, what I wanted them to grow up and see and be and, and aspire for. So it's like, if I give up, I'm just teaching my kids to give up. I think that guilt now comes in with the, now that I have accomplished um, a good percentage of what I wanted to by this time. I have many, many more goals to go. But, you know, one of the goals was to have my own clinic, to have my own practice. And I have that. Um, have clinicians that work with the, the practice. I do. I have that. And I am a clinician, you know, myself. My husband is, you know, co-owner and has to manage it. So now... Whereas before, before the, my, Irvin had more time to be like directly with the kids. And um, I was okay with that. And although it might sound mm -hmm. a little selfish, I was fine that I wasn't there because dad was there. And to me, I have mm -hmm. always grown up with the mentality of the mom and dad are equal. I don't want to hear that. Oh my God, where you're, right. you're leaving your kids with with the dad like how I used to before when I used to travel with my job. They used to tell me, "Oh my God, you're leaving Ashley with with Irvin." Yeah, that's the dad. Okay, let's move on. So there was no yeah. guilt in that part. The guilt comes in now because I work very very long days. I come home. I sometimes don't even. There are days that I don't get to see Mason for more than ten minutes because or the or the girls. Because I am, I, I'm the first one to leave in the morning, and sometimes Mason is still sleeping. Um, because my my mm -hmm. kids and Irvin are very lucky; they they live and work and go to school in the same town, so everything that they do is in Teaneck. Um, whereas then I have to travel, and yeah. then I come home, and if I have very late sessions, I am. Dry, the closer I get to the house, the more tired I get. It's like the closer I get to the street where I live, the exhaustion <laughs> kicks in. And when I get home, the kids are sometimes already in bed, especially if it's a school night. Um, or if they're waiting up for me, it's the rush of the, oh my God, it's time to go to sleep. It's time to go to sleep. That I barely get to have that time with them. That's where my guilt comes. And then the added on factor that Emma dances. And Emma has this love for dance, this love for this um, for this movement, right? And we spend a lot of time with her, and when especially when it comes to dance, so I have to reorganize my schedule. So 
Irvin is driving her a lot to yeah. the, the dance classes and picking her up and I'm picking her up. But then when she has to go away for the weekend, I'm the one that goes away with her. So I my guilt now comes from for Ashley, right? My Ashley, who is my oldest, who is capable of understanding, and I know she does, but my guilt always mm-hmm. is with the what happens when Ashley has had enough or just doesn't want to be part of this this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the older sister that then has yeah. to be part of a family that has chosen to own a business and run a business from home. So when we're downstairs in the business or doing something, you know, it's like the business as well as be part of a family of a mom who's always working and then a dance sister. So that's where the guilt and the the fear comes in. It's hard. It's very hard. Do you do you guys feel that as working moms, society puts a lot of pressure on you as mothers, um, Jenny? Um. Yeah. Yeah. There's still pressure. I feel because like when it comes to expectations, like, I'm saying sometimes expectations of, of being a mom. Yeah, like with expectations, like for yeah, like because I think that other moms, if you're a mom and you're in this group of you know you're in a society of mothers worldwide, wherever you are, community, whatever community you're in, it's like there's no excuses for you. It's like the expectation is that there's no excuse for you to fulfill your mom duties like when you're home like so I think for for me like I have the the pressure it's not like a pressure that I feel that it's like oh my god like I get so stressed out about but I know it's a pressure that I have like subconsciously like I know that if I'm talking to my mom for example you know there's certain things that she as a mom as my mom she's checked in with me but then she's like oh did you you know did you do this with the boys or like or whatever it could be a question she asked and it's like oh no I haven't gotten to that she's like oh yeah well you know like and it's sometimes it's like a conversation you might be having with another mom whether it's your mom or not where you know you're talking about something and they kind of remind you like well you should get to it you know like it's because it's I don't know if I'm explaining or articulating it well but it's not like a it's not like a pressure that I feel that is weighed heavy on me, but I know it's there a little bit because it's like we're expected to do not when we come home from work, we can't have no excuses that we're tired or whatever, however we feel. Like we need to make sure that we're we also do the same thing that the stay at home moms are doing. Like um I know what you're home. saying, Jenny, like the you have to make dinner, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. Right. Right, but um, I think like how Maria was saying, and I'm, and just from knowing all of you, like we the type of the tone that we set in our homes is that it's a fifty fifty. Like, so I don't feel like I feel this. I have the support because we like John and I we go fifty fifty about things. Whether like how Jana was saying, like you know, Angelo might might start the dinner, like, we'll do that, too, like, hey, we did that today, too, I was working from home today, um, uh, on my laptop, like, for, I guess, since, like, from 11 to, like, what, before we got on here, and 
you know, he started dinner and I was helping him with a few things too. So like that we could speed it up. So it's kind of like the expectation is there. Like, hey, we have to make dinner for our boys. So like, you know, yeah, I'm working from home. I still feel a little bit of pressure to partake in that process and, and that experience to make sure that, you know, I'm doing that for them as well. Like, so, so yeah, I mean, there is pressure, but I think it really comes down to also, do you have like how much support you have? I think that's how it's going to weigh in on you. Like, or how you how how you're gonna feel it? How heavy it's yeah. gonna feel? Is do you do you feel like you're less of a mom because you you're working, Maria? Um. That's a hard one. It's and I'm I and I'm saying this because I do. I'm saying this because this why this where the question comes from. The question comes from because all of us are you know we're Dominican, we're Latin, and in our culture, especially back then, there was a lot of um, emphasis put on what a mother is, right? So, mm-hmm. um, I know like a lot of our moms are old school, but they've they've become a little, you know, a little new school because of us. But I know that a lot of people around us are still have that old school mentality where if you're not doing X, Y, and Z, oh, you're not a good mom. So that's why that's yeah. you guys being, you know, you guys work a lot of hours. You guys are not home as much as I am. So I'm wondering, does, mm-hmm. have you ever felt or do you ever feel like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it, it's um, how you define yeah. it. I think that if I were to define being a mother in the sense of um, the, the definition where how we grew up right. with that, even, that even my mom working, um, she was still at home. Like the job that she had to get was at home. You know, because she had to be with the kids to take care of the kids. Because in the in in raising the kids in one hundred percent, she was a hundred percent. You know, whereas in my household, it is a hundred percent that needs to be done with the kids. So if I put in ten, Irvin is putting in ninety. You know, if I put in fifty, Irvin is putting in fifty. If I put in ninety, Irvin is putting in ten. At the end of the day, it has to equal up to a hundred. Right. There, there is no no um no other way around it. Because if I put in 10, Irvin cannot just come in with 30. It doesn't work like that. Because that the end goal is is the happiness of, of our kids. I think that that is the definition of being a parent. In being a mother, um, because I'm a parent, right? But in being a mother, defining it as before, no. I don't feel that I am being the mother in the, in the sense of the definition of how we were brought up. In defining it now, yes, I think that everything I do and what I do is working towards not my kids' presence, but their future. Like, um, working as hard as I do, showing them the work ethic, showing them how to continue perseverance, even through the, the biggest of challenges. I think that is what pushes me and that is that is what defines me as a mother in thinking about my kids in the future and working everything I do right now 
is for their future with them. Mm-hmm. Even conversations that I have with my kids is for the future. And it's not that I'm, uh, it's not planning the, what if I'm not here, but it's just, I am working on, I let, you know, I want my kids to put their hands down and let, let me and Irv, we got you. We'll protect you. We'll take care of you. We get you all, everything you need and a little bit more. We got that. So you don't have to worry about, it. about being a child. You be a child. However you define that, however you do, if you define it or not, you be a child. You live in the moment. We worry. So they don't have to worry about that. What, what I worry about and everything I do and what I work for is for their future. I want them to be able to know how to take care of themselves, know how to clean, know how to be great women and men, know how to complete themselves before they go out there looking for somebody to complete them. I don't want my kids to walk around thinking I need my other half. I want them to find somebody that compliments them because if you don't, if they don't complete them, if they don't know what it is to love themselves, what it is to work hard, how to live on your own, how to live with others, how to get through problems and issues, you're never going to find somebody to, to bring in the other half of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that defining my version of being a mother, yes, I feel like I, I am the, okay. the best mother I could be for them. Um, but I do feel guilty at times that I'm not the mother that you know, was expected of me to be and be at home or, or I hear a lot and I get a lot of the reverse roles like, Oh, Irvin is with the kids and, and I'm not, I'm at work, you know, but then he's here at home with the kids and he's working as well. Um, it's hard. It, it's, there is a guilt to that. There's a, there's a very big guilt, mm-hmm. but as long as I remind myself that everything that I'm doing, I'm showing. So my kids could go ahead and do it. They could copy it, you know, because that's what I want them to do. Right. Uh, um, how about you, Jana? I don't do feel, feel <laughs> Do you feel less of a mother because you're, you know, a working oh, mom? I'm sorry, nurse. Give me one second. <laughs> Working mom. <laughs> oh, Esme, Esme got herself locked into the That over there. Mommy, I'm almost done. Um, no, I don't feel less of a mom because I'm doing, I'm providing for my family. I'm doing something I enjoy. I'm earning money. Um, I don't ever want, I'm also an example because my kids are viewing me. You know, they're, they're, they're watching me every single day. Um, I don't want them to think just because Especially Luna um, and Esme. I mean, Esme is much smaller, but I don't want them to think that, oh, you know, you just have to stop doing everything once you, you know, you give birth and basically your life is over. Um, It's not like that. You know, you can still, you know, juggle, you know, you can still work. You can still take care of yourself. You can still, you know, go to the gym. You can, whatever it is that you do, if you dance, um, so no, I mean I don't and my I grew up watching my mom working, my aunts working. Um I also think I because I have a lot of support, um, you know, I, I always I I know it's strange to me hearing other women saying, Wow, like you have so much support because for me it's normal. Um Angela's always been very supportive. 
So like when they see Angelo's the one that picks up Luna from school, he picks up Esme and Khaled from daycare because he works second shift. So he's able to, he sleeps in the morning and he's able, that work that works for us. Um, he's right. able to pick, pick all three of them up. So like, I remember in the beginning when he started picking up um, the kids, like the teachers would be like, Oh, um, you have so much help. Wow. I wish I, I had more support. So for me, it was. Jana. We can't really hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Um, you know, maybe I take it for granted sometimes, but um, I, I do have a lot of support. Um, so it, it doesn't make me feel less of a, you know, less of a mother. No, um, me working and doing something, you know, to stimulate my mind, earn money, help out in the household. Um, and I only know that if, you know, I keep working and growing, it's only going to benefit all of us. Um, you know, it's going to benefit my kids. It's going to put us in a better position. So I, I don't feel guilty. No, I, I and I don't I don't really care what the expectations are. I don't really focus on like You know, I just I, I, I don't really pay too much mind to none of that. Um, and my mom is, you know, not the typical that typical mom either she's very you know like I she's she's still working she's always worked she's always taking she's she's one of my motivators she's always growing taking classes sending me youtube links take this class you know so I see that in her so to me what I'm doing is very normal she's she'll be the first one to tell me no te quedes en la casa eso no deja nada <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Jenny? Is Jenny there? Hello? Yeah. I, Jenny? See, I see her. I see her, but I think she got off. Yeah. So we'll go back to her once she gets back on, because I think she can probably hear us. If you can hear us, Jenny, we can't hear you. So... um my next question is, has your relationship with your partner changed since becoming a working mom? I know it's for you. It's been a long time, Maria, because you've been working yeah. for a long time. But if so, how has it changed? Um, My relationship, let's see. Um, I think it's, it's um, since I started working. I, you know, I, I've started working with um, even more hours than usual for the past year. For, no, past two years, let's say. I think um, Irvin is as motivated as I am. And I think that he is extremely motivated for my career and for me to. Um, so that helps. Can you guys? So I don't. Yes, we can okay. hear you, Donnie. Yep. Sorry. Sorry. So, so because he is so, you know, he's he he's not in the psychology world, but you know, he wasn't in the psychology world, but decided to go in so we can, you know, venture out and and create our own business. So uh, to me, that was um, a great help, and then also with the with just everything in general. So our, I think our relationship is stronger you know um i think we're both equally annoying to each other but i think that we're like completely even more of best friends because i can see his passion for my passion 
he wants he he wants nothing <laughs> to do with the being a therapist but he he's very passionate about my passion so he provides me all the support possible um he is now joining as well in the um shifting mentality from that he's helping me where we you know that He's not helping me. We're helping each other. I think we joke a, a lot about it. You know, I, I tell him, oh, I'm out there, you know, um, working and doing the hours for, for when I had to do my hours for my, um, for my license. And he's like, well, I'm here taking care of the kids. You know, I'm, I'm the babysitter. So I think that that's like a running joke for us. But I think he has now come more to realize and accept that, you know, it, it is both our responsibility whereas a lot of people you know just kind of push it only to the mother um even though don't get me wrong I think I believe still at the end of the day you know the mother has a really huge role with the kids um especially even with my kids I could come home from a long day of work at 9 10 p.m and if my kids need to go to the ER I'm the one going I don't care if Irvin says he's going to go. Irvin is going to stay here with the, with the rest of the kids. I'm going to be in the one, the one in the hospital with my kids. Um, and if my, you know, if they have to stay in the hospital, I am the one that has to do that. So, but I think that my relationship with him is, is, is way better, way better after I even be, you know, got into the, the the counseling versus therapeutics so it first starting started into the school counseling and and just school wise career and then it ventured off Mm -hmm. into therapeutic and into having your own practice and he has he has supported me he has joined me in my passion whether it was his passion or not which is not um he joined me and he supports me with my crazy schoolwork and, and schooling. And, and it's like, I know that it can get frustrated for him, but you know, he's like, that's your passion and I'm going to help you out. That's great. What about you? Um, Jana? I'm sorry, Nairis. Can you repeat the question? Cause I had to walk away. Yeah. Has your relationship with your partner changed since becoming a working mom? And if so, how? Um, it definitely has changed in the aspect of, you know, before you have children, um, you know, it's all about you and your partner. And then once you have children, obviously the focus is on them. Um, and then going back to work, it's just if they're not supporting you, I think it affects you negatively. Um, I do remember when we first had Luna, you know, you, me and Angela were much younger. I, I believe I was 21 and Angela was 25 and you know at that time he's definitely (laughs) totally different from you know when I had Khaled versus Luna he wasn't that as as engaged as he as he was with when we had our second child Khaled and I feel like he only got better you know with the the more time that passed and you know each pregnancy only got better because, you know, you grow, you learn and you, you know, he saw that if he, you know, if he didn't support me, how it affected me and how it affected our relationship. Hey guys. So that was the end of the first session of working moms. Um, Stay tuned for session two.
to follow.